0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement. due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
2: Welcome everyone to Center Stage. All things arts and entertainment. We just believe you ought to know about it. There is so much talent. It's just amazing in the state of Minnesota, not just the Twin Cities metro area, but the state of Minnesota. And I love this hour. So let's get started. Um, first of all, I am excited to introduce to you, to some, and many of you already know this name. He is joining us tonight. Um, I would consider him a friend. His name is Michael Bland. And of course, he has a connection with Prince. He was the drummer for many years and he's been talked about a lot this year since it was celebration 2022. Um, and it was all about Prince. It was just beautiful. Now the breakout R and B and soul band called Urban Classic is led by this drummer Michael Bland, featuring the singers of G Sharp, Mark Liktay, Nick Liktay, and J B, and the bandmates Tommy Barbarella, Ron Long, Jeff Lacroix. Uh, all of them returning to Crooner's Super Club for their fourth major engagement in the main stage on Thursday, June sixteenth at eight p.m. Now the band debuted at the Crooners in January of this year. For tickets, all you have to do is go to croonersmn.com. So now you got all that information. Let's talk to the brilliant Michael Bland. How are you, sir?
3: (laughs) What an intro. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing real good, Geraldine. How are you?
2: I'm doing great. I missed you, man. I missed you this weekend. And I know you are busy and you're doing so much. You're you're, uh, most people don't know all that you do and all that you know. Uh, I find that out from different people. They'll say, oh, yeah, Michael Bland is cool. He's a great drummer. But you are so much more than that. And I want to talk about what's happening at Crooners for sure. But tell us, or or at least share one thing with us that people don't know about you.
3: Wow. I, <laughs> I don't know what they don't know. I'm uh... a... <laughs> i i i play other instruments i play a little bass i play some keyboards i you know i'm i've i've uh, done a fair amount of uh production over the years and some co-writing with some people but right. I, I mean yeah i i don't I, it's hard to say what people don't know i mean <laughs> I, they don't know
2: they don't know yeah. And, and that's the way you like to keep it. That's the way you like to keep it. No doubt. Okay. So here's the thing. Um, you have been playing and many people know your name. You have been considered the best drummer, not just in our country, but beyond. Um, and many people have talked about that for many years. Yet you're the quiet one. You're not the one that's, you know, screaming at people. Oh, I need to work or I need to, for people to remember what we do and all of this stuff. You're not that guy. I don't hear that about you, but I do know that you're very smart. A lot of people don't know how smart you are and that you have so many more gifts and talents that a lot of us don't know. Why do you keep it a secret? At least for me, you keep it a secret.
1: <laughs> uh, no,
3: well, yeah, no. But speaking of being smart, I just let you go ahead and tell it all. I, I was, that was the smartest thing I've done in a long time. Is just let you <laughs> sing sing the praises, Gerald. I <laughs> So I don't have to. I don't know. I mean, I'm 50 Four years old, or I'll be fifty-four next year, and so I guess that came up in that generation. You know, my father was always quoting Kennedy with "ask not," you know, what the country can do for you, but and, what you can uh, do
2: for our country.
3: Yes, yeah, you know, if you're black and you grew up with, you know, in this country. I mean, if you if you were alive during the '60s or the '70s, mm. all of that the the cultural phenomenon of of mm. You know, do what's right, or do, you know, have a sense of civic responsibility and uh, some concern for for those around you, and don't be so, you know, concerned about you know what you're getting or what you're not getting, you know. And I guess just, you know, I, in in the realm of the spirit, I guess I I always have felt like uh, my generosity has been my protection. I'd much rather be the person creating opportunity for others than seeking it for myself per se. And it's just sort of worked out that way. I don't know really how to explain it. It's just one of those, you know, miracles of life that you know, we either understand or we don't. You know, I, you know, the phone doesn't ring all the time for right. for I mean it doesn't for for it doesn't for anybody. So I mean, I have the same, you know, concerns and considerations as the next person. I guess I just don't let them dictate uh, how I feel about it or, or, you know i mean i don 't let my emotions guide my decisions professionally or you know when i can uh, uh, privately
2: uh, one thing people don 't know much about uh, when it comes to michael bland the Michael bland is that you actually took on uh, a few um protégés, and, and taught them and worked with them, and some of them, I, I know one of them for sure has become one of the best drummers in town. So, you know, there's so much that I don't know about you even, and I've known you for a long time.
4: <laughs> so in yes, that sense,
2: go ahead.
3: I'll just, uh, yes, but uh, listen, uh, there, there is there is not one person who has ever seen or heard the Steels who, I, I, I mean, I guess there's so much talent when y'all step into the room, there's so much talent that you really just, you know, you're, you're ready to be of service. That's what it is, is that we, the fellowship is the music. So I guess we don't really get to conversate or, you know, converse, you know, or dig much deeper than that. But how you play music together also tells the
2: story of who you are, you know, that is so true. So, so who would you yeah, say, I then, define feel, for us like, who you are. Define for us yeah, who you are today. Uh, uh, <laughs> Come on, Michael. Uh, <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm, try- oh, I'm trying to be honest, I, I guess. I'm, oh, you I'm, are,
2: no doubt, no yeah, doubt. I'm, try-
3: I'm trying to be, I'm just trying to find it. I don't know, really, you can't catch me off guard, and I'm all uh, uh, a flutter. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, I, oh I, my I, gosh. I got to so put
3: that on social I media. <laughs> I love music. I, I you know, and, and it's, it's, it's been a blessing to me in my life. And I, I like to, 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 share, you know, my gifts with others. And, uh, I like to share other people's gifts as well. So, I mean, I, I don't think that I'm that complicated. I just, just do what I feel is right. And just play with the people who I have to, uh, uh, say the least to to get where I'm trying to go, I guess. Right.
2: Well, you know, you've put together this R&B and soul band called Urban Classic, uh, and you are the leader of this band. Tell me about the type of music you're going for. I know it's an R&B and soul band, but I know that you are also probably introducing far more than that to this band. So tell us about it.
3: Oh, no, no, no. It's a very simple premise and a, a simple situation. I... I, I how much time do we have?
2: <laughs> I wish we had more.
3: <laughs> okay, well, That's let me I'll try be. to cut this case as quickly as possible. Uh, okay. You know, once the pandemic hit and everybody got really isolated and separate, it gave me personally a lot of time to uh, go through somewhat of a catharsis, you know, just try to, I know who I am as a musician, but a- as a person, as a human, it gave me a lot of time to sit and reflect because there's nothing else really to do. And um, during that time, a lot of great things happened and and some tragic things happened. Um, We lost Billy Franzi last May. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've been playing together with with Dr. Mambo's combo for for over 30 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I really think that uh, having that happen and missing certain people and also the fact that the city is just so small that... uh, there's never any, uh, how do I explain? I I just really was seeking out people who love the same music I love and who I had, had, I had missed during the pandemic, people I couldn't see or get out to see or had lost contact with. Uh, As you well know, I mean, I, I I met Tommy Barbarella on a Seals gig. So, you know, and he's, He's incredibly busy. He's got so much going on. It made me feel bad to call him and ask him to join me in this project because I know he doesn't have the time. What? But he's, he's the, he was the one I wanted. I wanted Barbarella.
2: Yeah, but you know, that, that the thing possible. is, you are so loved, Michael, that those that have worked with you before, I don't think they would hesitate to say, yeah, I'm here. Don't worry. So, people um, people the, say that. Yeah. People say that, but, you, you know, I mean, it's, it's not until you actually call a person and ask them, "Do
3: you really know, if, you know, how seriously to take that notion or that idea?" And so I called everybody I wanted, and everybody did say yes. G. Sharp had been, you know, in retirement, uh, raising his uh, son Kingston, and just being a, you know, an at-home dad. Uh, Mark Lickteig had uh, retired from our Factor, and you know, whatever else he had going on at the time, and I had lost touch with these people even before of the pandemic started. And so it gave me some time to think like, wow, I really want to do something. I can't really, I mean, I'm still a member of Dr. Mambo's combo, but I'm sort of in a, uh, a, uh, uh, what do you call it? A, a respite, a uh, hiatus. You know, I just, I just needed some time away from that routine. I'm getting right. older, staying out till one o'clock you know, in the morning and, you know, all that night activity. It's like, I'm, I'm in my mid fifties now. I don't, I don't want to be out so late. I don't, you know what I mean?
2: Can you? Relate? I know exactly what you mean. And I have to tell you, this Urban Classic, a lot of people are asking questions about this band. Michael Bland has this band called Urban Classic. So what should people expect when they come to crooners um, coming up on Thursday, June 16th?
3: Oh, well, uh, uh, they should expect uh, high-level entertainment at a decent hour. You could be home by 10 o'clock. <laughs> That's what i was going to say. <laughs> We do like a straight 90-minute set from 8 till 9.30, uh, This specifically on this um, date coming up on the 16th of June. Um, yeah. It'll be 90 minutes of a lot of classic soul and rhythm and blues music. I mean, Marvin Gaye, Teddy Pendergrass, oh. uh, you know, the stylistics, Lou Rawls, we're, we're doing it all.
2: And, uh, you're um, giving me chills, brother. You're giving me chills. Okay. And, of course, we want people to know that they can come down to Crooners. Are there still tickets available?
3: I believe so, yeah.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. So if people want to know where to go, just go to croonersmn.com. CroonersMN.com right. to get your tickets. I am going to try my best to be there. Um, I've got some other stuff around that, but I'm really hoping if I only get to have a half an hour with you guys, I'll be happy. <laughs> I'll go home thrilled. So look that, for me that, that night, be a would you? In my
3: life, I, I, if I see Carolyn <laughs> Steele anywhere, that is a that is a blessed day.
2: Oh, thank so. you, Michael. I want a hug when I see you. Okay, I'm going to look Absolutely. for it.
4: Absolutely. all right
2: i love that you join me tonight you can join me anytime thank you so much michael bland we miss you thank you gerald thank you so much take care bye-bye you don't forget okay bye thursday june 16th at 8 p.m don't miss it 90 minutes get it done we'll be back
5: call from mom answer it call silenced
1: instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy
2: Welcome back to Center Stage, everyone. I am so excited to talk about Prime Productions. They are presenting The Roommate, the play featuring acclaimed actors Greta Oglesby and Allison Edwards and playwright uh, Jen Silverman's dark comedy about an unlikely pair and self-reinvention. And they are joining us tonight. Hello, Alison and Greta. How are you? Oh,
0: great. I'm How are you, Great. Girl? How are
2: you? Oh my goodness, Greta, I haven't heard your voice in so long. All of a sudden, I just started smiling. And Allison, <laughs> it is a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for nice joining to me meet tonight. You too. Okay, the roommate. It is quite different than what some people know about it. Tell us, tell us how this came to be for Prime Productions. Do you know?
5: Uh, well, um we um Someone uh, told us about the play. It had a reading down in Louisville, I think, about four years ago. And someone mentioned it to us, so it was sort of on our radar. Uh, But uh, Jeremy Cohen over at Playwrights um, Center was the one who said, you should take a look at this play. And we did, and we started pursuing the rights, which took us a little while to get because it immediately struck us as a play that was really perfect for Prime.
2: Were you immediately excited about being a part of this? Because I know that there were so many challenges during COVID um, with having this piece put up. You guys worked hard to get this up and going. And now it's already open. It goes until Sunday, June 19th at Mixed Blood Theater. So now people can finally come and see it. Greta, tell me about your role And how people have said to you, um, this is what I see in you, or I know a part of you now. Because it amazes me how theater (laughs) can convince people that the person we are acting out is us. (laughs) It usually isn't. Tell us about that.
4: Right? Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I really had to be convinced because I have never cast in comedic roles. And this is such a wonderful big, fat comedy uh, that terrified me. And I just thought, you know, I'm, I'm not that comedic gal. So uh, for it to be offered to me, I was a little bit gobsmacked by it. But I thought and as an actor, I love a challenge. I love a challenge. And this show has challenged me in so many ways, but I have... Risen to the occasion, which I, you know, thank God I always do because I'm like this show is not gonna punk me. It's not gonna do that, <laughs> you know. But, so when it was offered to me, I thought, okay, you, it's a comedy, it's a big fat comedy. Can you do it? Yes, you can. So um, I, anyway, I'm so glad to be a part of it. Um, when Shelley approached me. Oh, my God, it's been like more than two years ago now because, you know, of course, nobody knew COVID was going to come and, you know, and gut punch us like it did. Um, So thank God, you know, and I mean, both Allison and I could have been, you know, cast in other things. But just, you know, as the way fate kind of works, we were supposed to be together doing this show. Uh, I think so. so. I'm so excited about it. I'm so happy that, uh, uh, Shelly trusted me, you know, with, with doing something comedic. And, uh, yeah, so I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm elated to be doing something that has, is kind of out of my normal kind of box.
2: Right. You know, the premise of this play, of course, um, um, Allison, is two totally opposite women, and I do mean two totally opposite. uh, (laughs) A sheltered, newly divorced Midwesterner and a mysterious (laughs) New York vegan lesbian. I mean, come on. Who could write something better than that?
5: (laughs) Well, exactly.
2: (laughs) So, Allison, what did you think when you first read through this piece?
5: Uh, When I first read it, I... I fell in love with it. I thought it was fantastic. I mean, who doesn't want to play a vegan lesbian from new york? I mean I,
4: I, I mean, I am from
5: new york um i'm you know, so it was it it really she's she's this mysterious character who you slowly find out about what she's been doing and it's just it it's, it's so much fun. And and it's funny, too. It's not funny that the the humor is is very different between Greta's character and my character. But it's so fun to play opposite to play off each other in that stuff. But I immediately just loved the dynamic between these two characters and the fact that they're both over 50.
2: Okay, so Greta, but, but here's, here's the thing, Allison. Greta, um, you newly divorced Midwestern means that you are ticked off every day and you are ticked, ticked off to the point, where, don't talk to me. Don't, you know, I'm not looking for a friend kind of girl. That's what I think as I read all of this, right? And then there's a the New York vegan lesbian who is just probably happy as she wants to be, right? Is that true, Allison? Are you the happy one and Greta is the ticked off one? Well, it
4: totally, I don't think that's. Been- that's the I think it is it's the, sort of the
5: opposite of I that. Think it's yes. opposite,
4: right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah.
5: yeah. That, yeah. The, the vegan lesbian from New York is it, w- trying to start all, her life all over again. She's mm-hmm. running away from her past and right. she's trying to change her life. And so she just, w- and it, although it's never specifically said in the play, all we know is that they've talked on the phone once.
2: Mm-hmm. The right. Meeting. But both of you so are rerouting if, your life, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. They, okay. Yeah.
5: Okay. It was probably like a Craigslist kind of thing. And, um, <laughs> you know, and my character just went on Craigslist and said, okay, there's a place I can go, Iowa. What the heck? I'll go
2: to Iowa. Okay. So then, Greta, what are you hearing from people now that the piece is open?
4: Oh, it's such wonderful things. I mean, people have been, uh, you know, texting me, you know, that have seen the show Because I think when you, if you don't know the piece and most people don't know the piece, you know, because it hasn't been around that long. uh, So you kind of don't know what you're coming to see. I mean, you know, when you say the roommate, you know, it just seems okay. I mean, you don't know what you're coming to see. So whatever you think it is, it's not. It's just not.
2: (laughs) Right. And you put this lesbian and and, and you the Midwestern (laughs) together and y'all are in Iowa. Is that correct? It Iowa. is correct.
4: Oh heck no! Uh So what you think you're, you're you, you know whatever your inkling is about when you come to see it? Yeah, it's not that. So it takes so many wonderful little delicious turns, and you know, and you're uh, you're surprised. You know, almost in every scene, it's just it's so it's such a delicious little show to do, and I'm just so. Happy that, you know, that Prime Productions approached me about about being a part of this. Because, I, I, again, I'm normally not ca- cast in comedies. It's like, if you need somebody to cry and emote and really do something dramatic, let's call Greta. You know, I think people, for whatever reason, think that I'm not funny. But this show... I know how funny I'm, you are. I'm freaking funny.
2: <laughs> well, you are freaking funny. There you go. That's I, yes. the new thing to say now. I'm freaking <laughs> right? funny. I'm
4: going to put that Period. on a t-shirt. I'm freaking funny. There you funny. go.
2: I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Okay, ladies, I am so sorry we're out of time, but I want to make sure people know about Prime Productions. It celebrates women in their second act and produces plays with substantial roles for women over 50. I am so excited that they exist. Now, for tickets, people just go to <laughs> www.prime.com prods for productions dot sorg again that's www.primeprods.org for more information and to get tickets is it sold out for this for the whole time and, and when does it close um
5: it's not sold out yet and since we just opened uh but um it closes on the 19th of june so oh that's a
2: short run that's a short one i am so excited place to place see it Get your tickets now, because, of course, it this is happening at Mixed come, Blood come here, Theater. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm going to co- ci I'm trying. Greta, I'm going to try really hard. I come promise
4: through, you. Come through, sis. Please okay, do. Okay, Come on okay. down.
2: I <laughs> can't wait to meet you, Allison. Thank you both you so much too. for joining us tonight. And I will uh, mention the website again. Thank you again, you guys. Thanks, Jalen. Thank you, You're welcome. Oh, my gosh. They're good friends now. Listen to that. <laughs> They said it at the same time. All right, the roommate unfolds, and it's it's doing really well. So get out there and check it out, you guys, at Mixed Blood Theater. Don't miss it. You got till the June 19th. We'll be back.
3: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours... The energy, the tough
0: labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago,
3: Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way
2: It is now 9.38 here at WCCO. You are listening to Center Stage. And our guest this time is Hairball. Have you heard about Hairball? It's a Bigfoot musical adventure written by Joseph Evans. And, of course, uh, one of the uh, performers is Marin Ward. Welcome to both of you. Thank you so much for joining us. Did I say Joseph correctly?
1: Oh, yeah, it's just Joseph. You can call me Joe. That's That's just fine as well.
2: There you go. Hey, Joe. And hello, Marin How are you? Hi, I'm doing hey, great. Now. Thanks. So tell us all about this particular um, musical adventure called Hairball. Go, Joe.
1: <laughs> well, it's a big, fun, crazy outdoor show um, with uh, we, we did one last summer, which was a bit of a spoof on the Paul Bunyan legend. Um, and it was very popular and fun kind of for all ages show and um, the theater was excited about it and wanted to try a different idea this summer and thought, why not tackle another Northwoods legend? Um, And we uh, cooked up a little story around Bigfoot and some uh, crazy people running around on a a resort island in the middle of the Canadian Pacific Northwest. And so we've got uh, a three-piece band and um, a fun story and some pretty cool Bigfoot costumes going on and um that's the that's the basics of it
2: I was excited to read that there's stilt walking uh, bigfoots <laughs> I want to see that <laughs> And, of course, you have imaginative uh, punk rock puppetry as well, which I'm really uh, happy to hear. You don't hear about puppetry so much since COVID. Um, Hairball, it says, will make for a perfect Minnesota summer night out. So um, tell us when this opens, and um, is it already open now? And I believe it goes from June 2nd to the 19th. Do I have that correct? Yes, that is correct. correct. Go, yeah. ahead, Go ahead, Brilliant, <laughs> oh, I was just gonna
6: say we just we just had the last show of the first weekend um, tonight, so we're, we've got four shows under our belt, and then I think we've got I think seven more. So three next weekend, and then four of the following, or five of the following So we got eight more.
2: I love the title of this as "Hairball: A Bigfoot Musical Adventure." I immediately thought about my granddaughters, and I thought, "Oh, my five-year-old is going to love that." And then I kept reading, and I realized really the age begins at ten. Tell us why.
1: Oh well, um, I, it's actually fine for all ages. Um, I I'm not sure why we had the ten. We we kind of caught that this week, and we're like, "Well, that was a bit of a." Um, Mistake, yeah, because um... I would
6: say, yeah, I would definitely say that the that the um, you know that e- e- even younger than kids are are actually really really loving it. There's a there's a young I and mean, one of the characters is a young girl and um and then yeah with the puppetry and the the um the whole story is is really actually speaking to the young ones as well as as the older
2: ones.
1: Yeah, <laughs> maybe and- could...
2: This is really exciting in the sense that this is at a museum. This is at the Baca Museum. Do I have that correct?
1: Yes, that's correct.
2: Okay, yeah, this a, is on the, the the top floor or the outdoor patio or where is it?
1: Yeah, they've got a a beautiful like green roof that actually overlooks the lake, and um, we've kind of set the play at a you know at a fancy resort on an island. And the premise is that it's happening on the, the grand lawn of this resort, which is uh, you know, where the Bakken is, you know, this beautiful mansion with a with a green roof that looks pretty much like the setting of the play. And so um it's a it's a really beautiful space to um see the show in.
2: You know, I loved reading what some of the characters are like. And by the way, uh Maren, who do you play? Are you the Jerry I play a character? Yeah,
6: Jerry Loudermilk <laughs> is my <laughs> my character's name.
2: Joe Come on, really Joe! I love these titles, names. man. That's just so <laughs> perfect. I think the first one on here is, uh, talks about um, um, the conspiracy nut Jerry Loudermilk, and I know some conspiracy folks. They'll be a, a totally uh, averse yeah. to what you're writing, uh, but they convince the locals, or you convince the locals, that a supernatural forest beast called the Megapaw is that correct? Megapaw?
6: Well, that—that's what Jerry Jerry has decided. It's it 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 is, yeah. <laughs> it's called the Megapaw. Mm-hmm.
2: Wow, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's hilarious uh, to me. And then there's a detective Winifred Highsmith, which is played by Abilene Olson. Tell us about that role.
1: Well, she's um, she's a aspiring. She her her, um, her and her mother um, are sort of high society. Um, you know, uh, folks, and uh, she doesn't want any of that life. She's she's really into Nancy Drew and, and the woods and nature, and her mom is sort of trying to get her to do, you know, finishing school manners, classes, and things like that. So she's sort of rebelling against her mother and uh, wanting to solve the mystery of this megapaw that everybody's talking about. So she goes running off into the woods in search of it, and that kind of starts off the whole adventure where everybody... Realize that she's missing and they all want to head out into the woods to uh, find her and like all crazy you know shenanigans happen Um, of course as as they do in a lot of plays
2: so how would you label this particular piece i mean with the music and all um would you say that it is a comedy would you you say it's a collection of many things tell me
1: well, I would. It's it's definitely a comedy. It's a it's a very ridiculous, um, unserious show. Um, a musical comedy, I think, would be the genre. Uh, it would be best placed in. Um, it's been very nice seeing the audiences so far have really been laughing and having a great time. And, and that's um, what we need to do. The, John. To
2: yeah, we yeah, need to I know. Laugh. So I'm grateful that you have done that. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was kind of a part of the idea. It's like, just create something that could spark some joy in the audience and and have a fun summer mm-hmm. night together.
2: Yeah, this is happening at the Bakken Museum, and the tickets are fifteen dollars to thirty dollars. Um, and I appreciate that that fee. You know, other theaters are doing something big, and of course, this is theater dot org. They're doing this um, hairball, and they are doing great work. You've worked with them before, haven't you, Joe?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've done a number of shows with Open Eye, and uh, the most recent ones have all been musicals, and it's been really fun. Um, you know, I've, I've played music and, and composed music, but I've primarily been a playwright for a while, and now I'm kind of doing both and making these musicals. And um, it's just been fun to see the response to these uh, last couple of shows I've done, um, and the, the difference with musicals is that you have people who will come back and see the show like, Somebody saw one of them like five times and I was like, I don't even oh. want to watch my own show five times. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Well the playwright, um, playwright
2: never wants real, to like, see it that many times, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, right. But people well have congratulations, real,
2: like, man. Congratulations. There, so. That you have this opportunity again to put on a piece at the Bakken Museum. First of all, I think that is very clever. And to know that people are laughing and there's joy in the room just makes me smile as well. So thank you both for joining us tonight. I wish I had more time with you uh but uh, Marin ward thank you and uh, joe evans i'm just yeah. gonna call him joe thank you so much for joining <laughs> us tonight sure appreciate it right. yeah, thanks thank you so much. much take care you guys Good night. again just go to open eye theater again that's open eye theater with a t-r-e at the end.org slash hairball yeah we'll be back Welcome back to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. We believe you just need to know about it. And oh, my goodness, Buffy Blizia is joining us tonight. She is the founder of Rock What You Got. And she is involved in some of the Pride festivities. Of course, most of you know that on Saturday, June 25th, it will be the Pride Festival beginning, and then it ends on Sunday, June 26th. But there's so much more, even this coming week on June 9th. Hey, Buffy, how are you?
7: Oh, I'm fabulous. Thanks for having me again.
2: I knew you, you were fabulous. It's so great to have you back again. <laughs> you know, this week's Pride Grand Marshal event is happening, and I want to hear more about that.
7: Yeah, so this Thursday at 7 o'clock, we're going to celebrate the Grand Marshals. These are the honorees that get to be in the parade, which hasn't happened for two years. And we have three uh, amazing Grand Marshals, Jean Treder, the Honoree, the, the father of Twin Cities Pride, Nick mm-hmm. Sapko, who is the uh, ASL interpreter for the governor, and Hilde Edwards, uh, our youngest grand marshal, is a preteen activist fighting for rights and inclusion of trans youth. So it's going to be a really wonderful event. Uh, we're also going to have a band, Our Factor, and our Aaron Factor. Schwab, and Lori Dockin, and the Golden Girls. Um, it's going to be a fabulous, fabulous, fun five decades of Pride.
2: My goodness. Are tickets still available?
7: They are. You can still get tickets. They are at tcpride.org. And there is a happy hour. you got to get those tickets tomorrow morning before 9. And you oh, can before 9 o'clock? For too. happy
2: hour tickets? Yeah. Oh, come on. For, for the happy hour.
7: <laughs> <laughs> you, can be, you can go to the golden happy hour where we... We celebrate all things Pride, but yeah, the the tickets for the show you can still get them, and they'll be available until uh, the show opens at seven.
2: You know, the thing that we do really well here in the Twin Cities is the big Pride event. It has been big over the years, and I'm so grateful that it still continues today. Um, you have been involved in this. Is this your second year involved, Right, What you got it, involved? It is. This? Yeah, when the
7: uh, pandemic hit and nobody knew what to do, we. We do live streaming and production of of live events, and and so we we worked with Pride last year to put something on, and it was it was really fabulous, and we're doing it again this year. Accessibility is still very important. We'll have ASL interpreters, and we will live stream this for free on um, TC Pride's website.
2: So I know there's a happy hour. There, is there any food available yeah. as well?
7: Yeah, the happy hour. If you if you get a happy hour ticket, you'll get some appetizers and a champagne toast and a swag bag. So a there'll be some fun bag. little entertainment bits before. Yeah, everybody wants something fun in their bag.
2: <laughs> I haven't had a swag bag in a long time, Buffy. Come on! I,
7: I understand that one of our sponsors, Nothing But Gains, is going to put a little
2: cake in there, so you'll have you'll have a lot of fun stuff. Well, this is yeah, exciting. I'm mean, really it's... thrilled. This happens uh, on the 9th of this, this week, in fact, um, at 7 p.m. You do not want to miss this. This is at the Women's Club, correct?
7: It is at the Women's Club. And if, uh, if you do get that uh, early uh, ticket tomorrow for happy hour, you also get priority parking, which, you know, uh, having priority parking is always a good thing.
2: Especially over by Loring Park. You got that right. (laughs) right, (laughs) Let's just put it that way. Well, I am excited to see you there. Uh, I am going to go on and and go online when I get done tonight and go ahead and get my tickets because, you know, I got to be there. You got to be there. I I could be there last year, but I have to be there this year.
7: You know, all the anthems are going to be there for five decades. This music is really going to get everybody out of their seats and dancing. And, you know, we'll also have a, a little conversation on stage. We have a little uh, fun special surprise in in the works, too. So, yeah, you got to be there, tcpride.org.
2: T- tcpride.org. Hey, if your husband is coming, tell him you and I both are going to dance with him, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he might he as well know now. Sure. He might as well know now. It's always a pleasure having you on, Buffy. Thank, thank you so much. You. Again, just go to tcpride.org for more information. Yes, the you grand martial event. The grand okay, Marshall bye. event. Take care. All right, everyone, thank you so much for sticking and staying for this hour. And, of course, coming up next is the Mom and Michael Hour. Unfortunately, Michael will not be joining us. However, Jonathan Lowe and I will definitely be on together. So stay tuned. Stay with us. We'll be back.